guys, welcome back to the 20 Fun Podcast. This is your gal Rebecca. And this is Laura Beth. And this week we're talking about five-year plans. Um, how to come up with a five-year plan, um, how to manage it, and how to stay on track with one. Um, but first, happy crappy! Okay, Laura Beth, you go ahead first. What was your happy this week? My happy this week was that I finally really got serious with myself, and I started training for the half marathon that I signed up for in September. I got my shoes a few weeks ago, Yeah, but with finals, and then school was out, and I was in between Lewisburg and Murfreesboro, so I was kind of all over the place, and I didn't really have time to run, but now yeah. my, my routine in my life is kind of slowing down just a little bit, and I'm kind of in, like, one place one day, and then I know, like, when I'm going to have to go back up to the other place, so... I got a running schedule down. Yay! So I started running, and it was really hard. Um, They're not lying when they say, like, running is intense. It's really like a full-body workout because you have to, like, keep your posture good and all this stuff. But um, it's fun. Like, it's a lot of fun. I Mm -hmm. like pushing myself to go go the extra mile. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It made me giggle. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, no, it's actually a lot of fun. And, like, I'll go for a run, and my mom will be like, I don't know why you're doing that to yourself. But once you do it. No, I think it's great. Yeah. I want to start running. We we did we, one. Yeah, we went on a run the well, other day. Well, I wouldn't call it a run. We walked. We walked a lot of it. But we walked, We jogged for about 10 seconds. Yeah. And then we walked, like, three miles, though. So. Yeah. We're trying so. to work our way up a little bit because I don't really want to get injured and, like, Yeah, you can't just overtrain. hop right into you know, intense Going, running. Yeah. It's, You'll hurt your joints. Which I didn't really realize that. Before starting this, I was like, oh, yeah, no problem. I can walk. You know, it's fine. But you really need to kind of take it slow, especially if you've never really run before. Because, like, my legs are sore, and they've been sore for, like, the past three days. Yeah. Yeah, like, just, like, around, like, my ankle and my calf and stuff. Like, it's, I mean, it's a good workout. Yeah. So, that, but getting on a schedule and running is actually, like, really calming for me right now. Yeah. So. That's my happy this week. Becca, what's your happy this week? Okay. My happy is me and my brother, Anthony, Josh, and Andrew all went to this tie-dye shop place, I That's guess. That's right up your alley. Um, yes. It's um, it's a girl. She has her own little company. She's been doing it for over 40 years. Really? Yes. She has been doing it for over 40 years, and she does all kinds of different tie-dye stuff like shirts, dresses, um, tapestries, tapestry, however you want to say it, and, got you. um, just all kinds of different stuff. I got some pants and a cute little top, but, um, I wanted to give her a little shout out because she's really, really good. That and sounds awesome. Everyone should check her out. Um, it's called Tada Mary. You can find her on Facebook, I guess, at Tada Mary, because that's what her card says. But, um, yeah, everyone should check her out. And if you have any questions, just let me know about her, but... Super cool. She lives, like, out in the middle of nowhere. It's, like, ideal to where I want to live. And she's just got tie-dye stuff all over the place. I mean, it's awesome. All kinds of different patterns. And she was so hippie. And, I don't know. It was just cool. It was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very fun. Very fun. What was your crappy? My crappy... This week really hadn't been that bad. So, I'll just (laughs) say my crappy is um, the soreness. Yeah. From the running. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's about it. Just, I mean, just my legs being sore and not knowing when to run again. Because, like, they say you're supposed to, like, 
if you're like sore, you're not supposed to run because you're going to overtrain or something. Or yeah, something about your bones take like the longest to adjust to all like the pounding of the pavement you're doing. You know, which it re- they said it really matters when you're running like five miles or more. But yeah, I'm not there yet, but I am sore and I'm like terrified of overtraining and overworking something and like not being able to move at all, like go to the gym or anything. So. Yeah. So I you, guess just the soreness. soreness. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. It's been a pretty good week. Um, what about you? My crappy was probably um, running late for a dinner party I had with Dina. Um, this was yesterday, and this was during the, all the Tata stuff. We were all just together, and we got caught up, and we started running late. I thought I had to be there at 530, mm. so I, sh- I texted her, and I said, hey, what time do you, what time do I need to be at your house? And she said, now. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Right now? <laughs> yeah. And But luckily, we were on our way back, and we were already close to being in Lewisburg, so I zipped home. But, like, yeah. anytime I run late, I get all anxious, and I yeah. feel bad. I hate hate running late. I hate being late, too. Oh, I hate being late. I always have to be early. Yeah. Uh, or 10, 15 minutes At least minutes right early. on time or a little uh-huh. bit early. But... But that's okay. But that was probably that's probably my crappy, which isn't that bad of a crappy. So it's it's been pretty good so yeah, far. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, jumping into this week's episode, we're talking about five year plans. Yeah. Um and first we want to kind of start off with why they're important. I feel like I know myself there was like a limbo of time when I started college, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like I'd, I'd chosen like business as my major, but I just kind of felt like I was going through the motions and and you're like kind of like living on autopilot. Yeah. And I just was not fulfilled like that. Does yeah. That I get, oh, it makes complete sense. If I don't have some sort of plan. Yeah. I don't like, I'll freak out. Yeah. I feel like I'm working towards nothing. Exactly. I don't like. I have to have a plan. Yeah. I want to like somehow. put in work that's going to, like I'm going to reach a goal or I'm going to be a better person or, or do something. I don't like to just go through and then somebody like ask me, oh, what do you want to do in five years or, or when do you want to like move out on your own for the first time, you know, like without any of your parents' help. And like, I just, I kind of want to have like a, a timeline for that. Cause yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, I don't know. I'm just going with the flow. Cause yeah. I found, Becca, tell me if this is true for you. For me, if I find that I'm just going through the flow, I get like antsy about things. Like when, when obstacles pop up or, or when I suddenly have a deadline due, I just get worried cause I don't feel like I'm going to reach it or I don't, I just don't feel like I'm like, getting things done it depends um yeah I get that it depends on the situation for me some things I like to just go with the flow yeah um because life can get crazy and if you if you do over plan or if you do over stress about things it can make it worse yeah but um just having a structure especially when it comes to school stuff Mm -hmm. I like to have a plan yeah like if I'm if I'm just going through the flow with school it's a really good example and I'm like not constantly checking my online portal or checking what assignments are due Mm -hmm. that week I'll miss something it's it's inevitable I'll miss a quiz I'll miss something and then I'll feel awful for it yeah I always have to have a plan of what I'm gonna do first and then this and then this like definitely have to have plans with school and um and and in life so yes yeah I, I, I get that completely yeah so um when you're creating a five year plan it's kind of hard to imagine where you're going to be in yeah. five years. 
five years seems like a short amount of time, but it also seems like a long time. Like, think of where we were five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was about to say, it seems, to me, it seems like a long way away, but like five years is going to flash before your eyes. Exactly. So fast. So, and if you have a plan for the goals you want to accomplish and what you want to do, then you won't look back five years from now and be like, where'd the time go? Yeah, yeah. You'll be like, exactly. I was on top of it. I was doing my best work. These I are was... the goals I had, and this is what I accomplished. Exactly, and I'm yeah. proud of myself. So. And you can do this with three-year plan, yeah. one-year plan, five-year plan, ten-year plan, whatever amount of time. We just chose five-year plans because yeah. the next five years for us, we're going to be out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it's honestly up in the air, so, yeah. but that is what makes it 10 times like more important to have a plan and at least have some goals you're going for. Yeah. And it's okay to change your plan because Oh yeah. That's um I change my plan quite often. Yeah. But it's it's but always you, you it, have a plan. But I have a plan. Yeah. And you know, and that makes me feel better and I I'm working towards that now and yeah. it makes me excited to work towards something. Exactly. Um some some things that you can do to help with like your five, five year plan. I've heard that if you write down mm-hmm. certain goals that you want to achieve even in a shorter amount of time like within like this next year or even like in the next week. If you write down things that you want to accomplish, they're more likely to happen if you could go through and check them off or you know it's it's almost like a psychological thing oh, yeah. that if you don't check it off or you don't do it, you feel guilty for not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're almost like more willing to do it. Yeah. Um, I think when you're starting to create your actual five-year plan, like you said, you need to write it down. Mm-hmm. So what you need to do is you need to get some good pens, mm-hmm. your kind of good paper. You need to really set the mood, be with yourself. And I really think it takes a lot of introspective work. For you to realize what your goals are. Because I feel like a lot of people go with what's practical. Like, okay, in five years, I want to be married. I want to be at this job. But if you actually, like, take the time to really think, well, why do I want to do that? Why do I have to complete that in five years? Mm -hmm. You can kind of understand your underlying goals that you want to accomplish to get there. Yeah. So... You'll find more practical solutions from your dreams just by thinking about steps to get there. Because I feel like we all have dreams. We all have huge goals that we are scared to tell other people. Mm -hmm. We don't like to speak them into existence. But if you put those at the top of your five-year plan or at the bottom, I don't however you want to, you know, segment it, um, then you just break that goal down into smaller goals per year. Mm -hmm. And then do those even smaller goals either by month or you just break it down and it slowly becomes more and more achievable yeah and take it day by day because that's how you got to do it exactly and when you're creating these goals you need to make them very very specific so it's one thing to say for example i want to buy a house okay yeah you want to buy a house and you have that in your mind but if you say i want to buy a house that has a red door it's within an hour drive from my work, I want to be close to family, and I want to have a dog. You now have this kind of vision for mm-hmm. how you want your life to be and what you want that house to look like. Yeah. So when you visualize that, you have more of an emotional pull towards it. Yeah. Instead of just buying the first house you lay your eyes on. Yeah, I agree. Um, part of my little five-year plan, and um, 
this is like a perfect example for it too, is I want to be traveling mm-hmm. within the next five years. I want to have my degree and I want to travel. Well, it's one thing to say, I, I want to travel. travel. <laughs> um, but I'm in the process of picking out the first place I want to travel to. Mm-hmm. And um, when what? you... Sorry. (laughs) When you say that, okay, this is the first place I want to go to, it gives you more motivation to want to do it. You have a better um, understanding. Understanding Mm -hmm. of thank you, yeah, understanding of that goal, and like, and then you can work out the kinks. Like, where am I going to stay? Am I Mm -hmm. going to camp? Am I going to stay somewhere specific? Yeah, exactly. So that is like another example of being more specific with your goals, and Mm -hmm. that will help you to achieve them better yeah because when you say i want to travel it's like okay great you know how long i've been saying i want to travel you know what i mean so but say you want to say i want to be able to travel for one year i'm going to need this much money and these are all the places i'm going to go you suddenly have a plan and that's 10 times more likely to come Mm -hmm. true than just saying because you can travel yeah because you can start working towards those many goals to get you there exactly so and that's the process i'm in right now (laughs) yeah and so Okay, so we got visualizing our goals, mm-hmm. how to really create the plan, break your big goals down. And you can do this for career goals, family goals, financial goals, anything that you want to, like, yeah. excel in. Yeah. And so we've got, you know, break it down into smaller goals, obtainable goals that are over the course of five years because each goal is just going to get you one step closer. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people are like, well, I don't know what my goal should be. Yeah. Especially now we're so young. Like you said before, your goals are going to change. Mm-hmm, so, are. I don't know. I just feel like um, a lot of people want to do something that's more practical. Yeah. And I say screw that. Yeah. I mean, practicality is great. Yeah, it is great. But I feel like you should do what truly is going to excite you. Yeah. Not necessarily make you happy, but excite you in life. Yeah. Okay. So, I I don't know if how many of you people are on Reddit, but Reddit's... A great place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm subscribed to the subreddit Get Motivated. And they post a lot of very motivating stuff. It's yeah. like a bunch of people who are like, how do I feel motivated doing this? I don't know. You just got to go go check it out. It's, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, but this person posted this quote. And I read it. And I had to read it twice because I was like, wow. That really, that really makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So it says, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is more people who have come alive. Mm-hmm. And that's by Howard Thurman. I don't know who that is. Um, I'm going to be honest. But great quote. <laughs> that's a great quote. I love that. Because I feel like we're all so sucked into following a specific path mm-hmm. and doing something practical. When practical is great, but I feel like you're going to feel so much more filled if you have your dream. Yeah, do something too. you're actually passionate about. And I think the only way to figure out what you're passionate about is to just try new things. Yes, that's exactly right. Try different things. Yeah. So a way I did that, which y'all are going to be like, of course you did, Larbeth, is I listen to a bunch of podcasts, guys. <laughs> yeah. I listen to podcasts on literally every subject yeah. from history to business to self-improvement to like bachelorette recaps like y'all there's there's podcasts for everything and it really made me like it opened my eyes I guess to the world because we're from a small town like it's 
it's so hard to get outside the bubble Mm -hmm. and podcasts and doing other activities that you've never done before will help you like broaden your horizon I guess yeah like podcasts are just what did it for me obviously we're doing a podcast now like yeah I love the whole podcast thing but but trying new things and a practical like solution like going to school for nursing is great if you love Mm -hmm. nursing and you're passionate about being a nurse but like I know some people who are going to school for nursing who aren't really that passionate about nursing and they're just doing it because it's like a safe career yeah and that's great but I feel like in the long run you're gonna just regret Regret it it. yeah you're not gonna enjoy yeah you're not gonna enjoy it and so, what's the fun in that? Exactly. And I feel like um, some people have a lot more obstacles to overcome. Yeah, for sure. Um, but if you have a plan for your dreams, whenever an obstacle comes in the way, you just stop. You, yeah. Adjust. Or adapt to it. And then acclimate yourself to what your new normal is. Whatever it is. Whatever the obstacle that's thrown your way is. Yeah. It could be financial. It could be personal. It could be um, like with your family. Mm -hmm. I mean, who knows? Life just like hits you like a big old bus anytime it wants. Yeah, it does. So, really just um, adjust. Yeah. And And if you're passionate with your goals, then you'll stick with them. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's the beauty of having the goals too. You, Mm -hmm. You learn what you're really passionate about and then you learn what you're not. Yeah. Um, also creating a five-year plan, this is kind of moving on from like creating it, but I feel like it's going to do a lot more for you than what you realize. Yeah. So like, well, I mean, if you like sit down and write down like buy a house, save money. Yeah. Meet people. Yeah. Okay. That's not necessarily going to like change your life, but if you sit down and really go through and evaluate like who you are and who you want to be, um, it can change your mindset. I was listening to a podcast um, by Ed Milet. I don't know if y'all know who he is, but if you're ever feeling like in a slump, you need to go listen to one of his podcasts because he, he's like this big buff dude. He's got this really deep voice and he will like get you fired up about <laughs> doing whatever you're trying to do because he's like so energetic and he's like... A motivational speaker. His whole thing is like max out, like be the best version of yourself. I don't yeah. know. I listen to his podcast mainly when I want somebody to kick me in the butt and be like, get up and do something. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to him the other day, and it was talking about. I don't. I don't remember the exact phrase he used, but it was like the one more mindset. And so, it's this mindset you adapt and you do one more of everything. So he was saying. He's supposed to do 45 minutes on the treadmill. Well, he does one more minute, make it 46. If he's working out with somebody and they're doing 10 reps, he does one more and does 11. Yeah. Um, and his whole, like, mind frame around that was that there's always going to be people ahead of you. There are always going to be people smarter than you. There's going to be people better at networking, making friends. There's going to be people with more money. There's always going to be somebody better than you. Um but you are 100% in control of yourself and you can work hard to get yourself where you want to be. He was like, just imagine doing um, like one more rep for like five sets. Yeah. And then imagine doing that 
six days a week at the gym. Yeah. Imagine that doing that on the course of your lifetime. Like, it was like, he was saying like compounding interest of like one more. Yeah. So and you're I, always working up towards something, I guess. Yeah. Well, and you're always improving and you're, you're working hard. And he said it kind of opens you up to more of an abundance mindset. Hmm. Yeah. Which was, I was like, dang, he's right. He's right. Ed, you are so smart. <laughs> so, I really, really, really liked what he was saying about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I feel like it's just going to, if you sit down and create a five-year plan, you're going to be like, you know, anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. So, well, what's what's your five-year plan then, Lorba? Okay. Thank you, Becca. My five-year plan. I have... S- a few, okay. Um, <laughs> a few of them. Just depending on what day it is, really. They all, mm-hmm. they, right now the goals are all very similar. Um, like the goals I'm in right now, but like they kind of separate as time goes on, mm-hmm. right? So, one, for instance, um, is, uh, let's see, I have, okay, I have a bunch of different plans. This is just one of them. One of them is I want to be like an artist manager or a talent manager, okay? So the next thing I got to check off on my list is I got to get an internship somewhere. Mm -hmm. So what do I got to do? Smaller goal is fix up my resume, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So you see how that's kind of – and that's just one of them. Yeah. Um, I'm really big into like not sharing my goals with everyone. I tell like a few close people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I have them written down, so. Okay. And they're, I don't do this because I don't like to share my goals with people, which is a real, it's a me thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that I is such a you thing. I know. I don't know why I'm weird about it. I don't even know why I asked you. Yeah, I, thank you for putting me on the spot. Um, <laughs> but what you should do is post your goals. Make a vision board. Post them around, like, in your closet or something. One time I posted a goal on my mirror and my mom was asking me why I was taking a sticky note to the mirror. So then I thought it was dumb and I took it down. But you know what? It's not dumb. It's not so dumb. So you should put sticky notes all over your mirror. I don't think she like read it. I think she just kind of saw it and was like, oh, did you, did you stick that there? I was little. Oh, okay. Um, like little eight-year-old me sticking oh my stuff on my mirror. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that way you're reminded of it. Like I have yeah. my goals in my planner. Mm-hmm. So every time I open my planner... I see them. Smart. And I'm like, dang, those are my goals. That is very smart. Gotta remember them. And it kind of like relights the fire if I've been in like a slump or something. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I need to do that so I can relight my fire. Is your fire burn out? Um, no, it's just, it's, it's just like. Fading? It's like a low flame right now. It's like sizzling. Sizzling? Yeah, it's just like. And it's, it's ready to explode at some point, but. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Wait, explode is in like relight the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you didn't mean like No, 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 no. Kill the fire. With no, water. we're not killing it. Okay. We're just we're just having a Okay. We're just sizzling right now. Okay. I got to work on other personal goals in my life first before mm-hmm. I can work on long-term goals that exactly. I actually want to achieve. So um yeah, but traveling I am going to do it. I know you are. I am going to do it. And sometimes speaking it out into the void helps you manifest that. With and if I don't do it one day, you're going to do it. That's going to suck. But I'm going to do it. Yeah, don't even. That's what. Gary See? V, I got you. Yeah. You can't even say you're not going to do it. Yeah. Gary V was saying this the other day. He was like, don't even open yourself up to the opportunity of failing. Because as soon as you say it may not happen, 
you open up the door for failure. And failure's fine. You can always bounce back, but it's better if you're you more just... likely to fail if you're like <laughs> I'm going to fail. Yeah, <laughs> you saying like, "Oh, it might not happen." I do it all the time. Yeah. I literally say it about everything because mm-hmm. I'm I don't like failure. But again, that's a me thing. But um you're like kind of accepting it and you're opening the door to it and you're like saying it's okay. Yeah. No, it's not okay. You want to accomplish this. So do it. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to travel. Yeah, I am going to travel. Yeah. I am. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, (laughs) I guess that's all we got today. I guess that is all we have today. This has kind of been a, um, yeah, goal rant, but goal rant. (laughs) Okay. Well, um, thanks for tuning in today, everybody. Um, reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram at 20 fun pod. It's a good time over there. We're posting more stories. Becca and I are starting to run together more. So yeah. So you might see some good... Um, <laughs> Sweaty pics. Instagram lives of us running oh, down there. Oh, God. Yeah, go go over and check that out. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, let us know what your plans are or what your goals are if you're comfortable sharing. I know there's a lot of people like me who are like, no, no, but only like two people can know my goals and then... Yeah, you're so weird for that. I don't know. I think I'm an Enneagram 3. I feel like that's it. What? We'll talk about the Enneagram some other time. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But I'm a three. I love to achieve goals. I'm very goal-oriented. I like to like, check things off my list. And I don't like to tell people my goals. That's a me thing because I'm scared of failure. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, reach out to us. It's a good time. Yeah. So, um, subscribe, like, and follow us on iTunes. Oh, yeah, iTunes and Spotify. 20 fun pod yeah there we go um yeah so thanks for tuning in keep Keep it 20 fun. fun